number one reason advisors fail and influence is their mindset. They're not willing to elevate. They're not willing to get uncomfortable. They're not willing to ask a different set of questions of themselves than others. And you just can't show up and hope something happens. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. My goal inside of this communication, this show, is to share with you my nearly 30 years of coaching some of the most successful financial advisors in North America. We're going to be talking about strategies, syntaxes, we're going to bring guests on from time to time, and I'm going to share with you what's working now. So think of this show as sort of like a little one-on-one kind of mini coaching cast, if you like, where we're going to be going in depth from time to time on strategies to help you grow your business, get more effective, become more efficient, find balance in your time management, grow your business, and quite frankly, whatever else is going on in the world today. So before we get to today's episode, I'd love for you to do a couple things for me. Number one, make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're doing the audio, make sure that you give us a review on whether Spotify or Apple, you know, we'd really appreciate that. And quite frankly, that does help. It does matter when you rate things and like things and subscribe to things. It helps us get the word out to more of the industry. And lastly, I have a very special gift for you. Go to MagellanNetwork.net. So one word, MagellanNetwork.net. And I have for you a complimentary membership, 100% gratis, where you can tap into about between 50 and 75 hours of master classes, forms, tools, templates, and strategies. So please go ahead and uh, make sure you go ahead and get that claimed. Smash the like button and subscribe. And uh, please go ahead and leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you're on. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hi, it's your coach Joe Lucas and welcome to uh, part number two of our three-part series on how to influence, persuade, and coach clients and prospects while never feeling like a pushy salesperson. This three-part program is really an overview of our soon upcoming Get the Yes 2.0 masterclass and live stream, which you'll find you can find information on in this link in the, the email that you've got here. The live event, uh, the physical event in Orlando is sold out. So the only option you have right now is come join us on the uh, live stream. So in this episode, let's talk about why, why advisors fail. Why are we not rock stars at the game of influence, right? And there's a lot of different reasons for that. And what I'm going to talk to you guys about in this episode is really, it's about you. See, we can sit here and talk about techniques and we can have, you know, we can tell the narrative, well, that person was never going to sign up anyway. They were never going to do business with me. You know, what's wrong with them and all that. And so in other words, we could, we could be really, um, we could be deflective on all the reasons why we did not get a yes from somebody. But the primary reason, the truth is you were just not in a position to persuade, to influence and coach that person through a process where they would get exactly the outcome that they want, they need. It doesn't mean they're going to want to jump and do it, right? A lot of the influence is getting people to do things that are in their best interest. 
when they don't want to. So if you're just going to show up at a meeting and, you know, so whether you're dealing with a client and you have to make a recommendation for them to take an action or you're uh, sitting with a prospect and you want them to make a take the recommendation to go hire you, or even if you were a team member and you've got to get them to take an action, raise a standard, do something like that. You know, we are all in the business of influence. We are all in the business of persuasion. So let's look at some of the key reasons why we're not rock stars at this. What causes an advisor to fail? There are several different reasons. And again, this is an overview, so we're not going to spend, we're not going to do a deep, deep dive. But first thing is not having a compelling enough reason why. Like, like why? So for example, if you're sitting down with a client and you're going to make a recommendation, have you sat there and asked yourself, why is it a must for you to win this game? Why is it a must for you to get the yes from this person? Why must this happen? Do you have a list of reasons? Now you see below on the uh, on the deck here it says Myos. So in Magellan, uh, you know the program that I uh, that I, I founded, I coach, I lead. We have a term Myos, which is my OS or my operating system, which is basically code for my mindset. The number one reason advisors fail in influence is their mindset. They're not willing to elevate. They're not willing to get uncomfortable. They're not willing to ask a different set of questions of themselves than others. And you just can't show up and hope something happens. See. I think most human beings, look, who doesn't want the easy button, right? Who doesn't want a prospect saying, well, what's our next step? How do I sign up? How do I hire you? I mean, that's like a utopian situation for us. And it does happen, but it happens in the vast minority of the times, not in the majority of times. We have to fight. We have to fight that battle. Now, what's the battle? We're fighting the battle of change, right? You represent change to somebody. Don't forget that. We're fighting the battle of fear of making a wrong decision. And sometimes we're just fighting apathy. That's, it's okay. So before you go into any situation where you have to influence somebody, you better in your morning prep, we call it our Magellan Morning 8, you better say, oh, I got, I got three meetings coming up today, You know, two with a client, one with a prospect. Okay, why must I succeed? And not just that, but even a minute or two. So one of the strategies that I'm going to teach you guys in the program is what to do a minute, it's literally 60 seconds before every Zoom, before every face-to-face, -face, before every phone call, when that conversation is a conversation of influence, persuasion, and coaching, how you must show up, okay? So inside the mind, we have a belief system, right? Belief system of uh, what we believe. So, you know, if we believe we're good, we're bad, we're sending, we're descending, we're lucky, and limiting belief system in this terminology comes into, you know, especially sometimes when you're dealing with somebody that's a little outside your comfort zone, right? Maybe a higher net worth person. All oh, this person's probably not going to say yes, right? That's a limiting belief, right? I don't know if I deserve the business. That's a limiting belief. You know, I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm this. I'm that. All that, all that head trash will absolutely limit your effectiveness when dealing with others. So here's something I want you to think about. When you're sitting with a prospect, do you believe, and it's a prospect that A, you like, that you believe is coachable, so they'll take advice, and economically, they're willing to pay your fees, whatever they are, okay? Three things. Do you have a belief set that says, I deserve this person as a client and they deserve me as their advisor? Do you believe that? Do you believe that you're the best? 
And and when I'm saying the best, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm on the you know number one on the Barons list or I'm number top ten on my firm. No, no, I'm the best advisor for this person in that situation. There's gonna be nobody better to serve them than me and my team. See, if you don't have that belief set, if you don't have, if you're not walking in to that, if you go back to the last um, the, you know, the last uh, model we did, right, the last uh, part, we talk about, you know, influence and coaching and persuasion is a battle of congruency. Whoever believes more in their situation, in their position, whoever believes it more, right? So the advisor, you believe that you deserve it, they deserve you, it's for the greater good, it makes sense, and we're gonna compel the action versus the client or prospect saying, well, I don't know if I want change. Here's why I wanna delay it. Like who's ever more solid in their position is gonna win that battle of conversation, that battle of influence, that battle of congruency. So if you're walking into a situation with a limiting belief system, questioning you deserve it, you know, is this going to make sense? They're probably not going to say yes or, or my favorite. Oh, let's just show up and see what happens. Showing up and seeing what happens is exactly the result you get. Maybe you get lucky. Maybe you'll match. Maybe they'll be in so much pain and they'll be so internally motivated that you'll get the yes, even though you're the best, your best efforts to sabotage it. But ultimately... It's not about those situations. It's about the fence sitters. It's about the ones that need your help. You can help them, but they're afraid to ask or they're afraid to take action. If you let those off the hook, you are doing them a radically large disservice. You're not acting as a pro and you're damaging the greater good. Okay, so we have a whole pro. I'm not going to do as part of a get the yes but for a lot of you who have been around my work, and by the way, on my YouTube channel, you can Google, on my YouTube, I think it's called, What is Mindset? And I think it's literally a 90-minute masterclass. So I would encourage you to go do that, and you'll get what we're talking about when we talk about mindset in this context. Next, the ability to manage their state when facing adversity. Sorry, they only came a little early. So what does that mean, the, the inability to manage state? So look, when you're facing adversity, right, maybe, maybe you've got this big meeting and you didn't sleep well, or you're fighting with your spouse, or your key number two's out sick, and you know you're facing some adversity, or maybe you just, you know, you just don't feel well, right? Are you, how are you going to rise to that occasion? See, what most advisors do is when they have adversity, and, when, and I'm talking about that, but there's adversity, there's market adversity, news adversity, economic adversity, political adversity, 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 right? So if you have a person who needs your help and is self-motivated, that's not adversity. You just don't screw it up, right? Easy enough. But when you're in a situation where the person's trying, well, why should I hire this person? They seem good. But I don't know. I'm talking to three or four other people. You know, especially when you're in a competitive situation, you have a choice. State management, right? Now, what is state management? It's broken up into two places, your mindset and your body, i.e. energy levels, okay? So when you manage your state, so it's like, okay, maybe you're tired. Oh, so-so's coming in. Man, I wish they canceled, but they didn't, right? And you have a choice. You have a choice. You could either go through the motions, try to get through the meeting. Again, whether that means a Zoom or first, it doesn't matter, right? It's the interaction. Or I'm going to teach you strategies where I can take you from a level three, like let's say it's one to 10. One being like your sleep, right? 10 being, hey, I'm ready to run a marathon. 
ready to rock and roll. I'm so pumped up, so excited, right? You know, stuff like that. So let's say you're at a three. Three is definitely not, we need to be like an eight, nine to really be at our best at influencing. So there are strategies that most advisors don't know that are very quick. Uh, I'm going to teach anchoring as part of the program, how to anchor you to a high level, anchoring you to success, where you can trigger an anchor just by a quick body language move, by just kind of taking an action. You can all of a sudden change your state and put yourself in this powerful state. So that's why advisors say your inability to change, to say, okay, this is not the standard. I need to cowboy up or cow person up or whatever you want to call it. So, so critical. And this is the key. See, the difference between somebody who succeeds at high levels and those that succeed okay. The okay people do well when things are well. They do well when they feel well, when they're focused, when there's not a lot of adversity, right? They can do it, right? It's like, yeah, I, I can sail the sailboat. Yeah, winds are perfect, seas are calm, stuff like that. But man, when it's gale outside and the seas are up, and you've got adversity, that is the difference between success and failure. So imagine, I want you to go back in your career. Think about this, and I don't, spend, I don't want you to spend a lot of time on this, but I just wanna give you a framework on this. Hi, Coach Joe Lucas here, and I'm just breaking here for a moment just to do a couple quick reminders. Number one, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or our podcast. In addition, please leave a, a comment or a review. Those things really, really matter and uh, share this episode with three of your colleagues inside the financial services space. And lastly, make sure that you go ahead and claim your free membership inside of Magellan Network. Now back to this week's episode. Go back in your Thai career and remember some of the people that you met that, man, I could have really helped them and they really needed my help, but you couldn't get them over the hump. Now imagine your business if you got every one of them. Think about that. Think about the power and the joy you would have had serving those people, helping those people. Think about what that would have meant to your economic success. See, that's the difference between average and excellence. It's how you deal and how you rise above adversity and make things happen, okay? Next. Like we just talked about, what are the consequences, right? So if you don't manage your state, you are ceding control to every outside force. You are just a a passenger on the boat without a paddle. So what are states? So how do we manage our states, right? So, you know, energy levels. So bottom line, you, you have meetings in the afternoon. You have to be at your best. Don't eat garbage for lunch. Don't do it. You know, energy, like there's physical, mental, emotional energy. So the consequences of not managing your energy states is that you're going to show up and maybe be 50 to 75% of who you need to be. And based on where the other person is, you might get lucky and still get the outcome you want. But I would submit to you that more often than not, you're going to get the, well, let me think about it. I don't know, things like that. And it doesn't produce what we want. So and this is, and we're talking about this in the terms of just, you know, a situation of influence, persuasion, and coaching. But I want you to think about just in your entire business career. How many times have you mailed in an afternoon, gone through the motions, you know, showed up and just did the bare minimums? There are absolute consequences 
short and long term to that process. The state you're in determines your performance, like we said. So think about it right now. Now, if I showed up here today, if I showed up here today, and, and some of you are watching, some of you are listening, and I had a bad night's sleep. And I'm actually recording this after a nice uh, 90 minute bike ride. So really kind of pump my blood, get my energy levels up, stuff like that. But imagine if I showed up and I'm like, hey, hey guys, welcome. You know, today I'm gonna go over module number two. Uh, we're gonna talk about having influence. You have to excuse me, I, I had a poor night's sleep. I'm a little tired today. Had a couple bagels for lunch. Carbs are killing me. But you know what? I'm gonna power through this for you guys. Well, because that's what I do. Can you imagine that? I mean, you guys like turn this guy off. So state management, see, and this is why, this is why 80% of getting results and influence is about the person's state, your state. It's not about scripts. See, I hear this all the time, Joe, I just need a good script on this, or how would you say this, or how do you run a meeting, or how do you run an intro meeting versus a consultation versus it? And, and in part of this program, we're gonna give you all those frameworks. They're like roadmaps. But if there's no gas in the car, it doesn't matter the map, you're not gonna go anywhere. So, and, and let me ask a question. And maybe you experienced this yourself, maybe you've seen this in others in your career. Have you ever seen somebody early in their career and they don't know anything? I mean, just don't, right? We all know that. We didn't know anything when we started our games. But we're damn excited and we're enthusiastic. And that excitement and enthusiastic and that enthusiasm, excuse me, right, that state is contagious. And then all of a sudden, you know, you start bringing on clients and or you see a person bring on a client like, how, like how, how are they doing this? Like, they don't know anything. I'm way smarter than them. Ah. State will trump intelligence almost every time. Let me repeat that to you. State will triumph and trump intellectual capital, right? Most, if not all the time. You could be very bright. You could be highly intelligent. But if you can't influence, you can't communicate, you can't persuade. In this game, advisor land, you're going to have a very frustrating career. Because you're, you're going to go... Man, I don't get it. I'm really good at what I do. People tell me I'm really good at what I do. I know I'm really good at what I do. And yet, how come these people don't hire me? What, what don't they see? What am I, you know, what is it? And then some advisors will sit there and say, well, you know, they just don't get it. And like, no, 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 no. They didn't get you. They got to get you first to get it. Critical. All right, let's move on. 80% of successful instinct is having a compelling why. 20% of influencing is knowing strategy. See, this is the key. This is the, I hate the word secret, but this is a secret. Like you, you the advisor, have got to have a list of compelling whys. Why to be excellent? Why to show up a certain way, right? Why are you doing what you do? You know, why do you deserve to be a success? Why do you deserve this new possibility as a, for a client? Like, what do you know? And yet, what does our industry talk about? Strategies. Hey, I need Joe. I need information. I need a script. Like, no, dude, you don't need a script. You need to get excited about what you're doing, right? Scripting will help, right? But it's really about gas in the tank, right? Having that compelling why. And that is different for every person. So I'm not going to sit and say to you, oh, well, here is the reasons why you want to be successful. That's not, those are my reasons, not yours. 
you have to have your reason. So that's why we always talk about doing the mindset work, miles one and two. And if you guys are familiar with my business, my Magellan vision process, it's really about why are you here? Why are you an advisor? Why do you do success? Why should people listen to you? Why should they give you money? Why should they pay you? Why, why, why? And if you don't have great answers for that, this is why you self-doubt. And when we have doubt, it's automatic incongruence. In other words, we're in sabotage city, basically. Okay? 20% of strategies, strategies to build rapport, strategies to uncover needs, strategies to uncover wants, strategies to uncover wounds, strategies to uncover buying patterns, decision-making patterns, information patterns, strategies to overcome objection, strategies to pre-frame, strategies to deframe, strategies to reframe. We're going to give you all the strategies. Strategies use, that's no problem. Like here they are. But think of strategies like tools and you're the artist. Look, I can give somebody, I can give somebody a paintbrush and it could be the next coming of Picasso or Michelangelo. Or I can give somebody a paintbrush and it's the second coming of a kindergartner. Right? Same tool, same everything, different human being. It's about who you are and how you're showing up. Okay? The one misconception a lot of people have about, I'll use the word sales because people hate that word anyway. A lot of people think, oh man, you know, salespeople, you got to be a really great closer. You got to ask for the order. In my experience, if you got to really push hard to close, you didn't do a good job. You know, it's not about closing. It's about you have to lay the case of why the person needs to take the action for them. And then the 20% is just how we're going to communicate it. Like in your mind, you got to be able to know and through a process of interviewing your prospects, even actually it's like interviewing your clients. We've got to understand what is, you know, I'm asking you to come up with your why. Well, guess what? You're going to have to uncover and help them. A lot of times they don't know. See, this is the beauty of, that's why we call this a coaching program also. Part of the power you're going to have, if somebody, remember something, if a human being is confused, they cannot take an action. I'll repeat that. A human being is confused. They cannot take an action. So part of what you're going to do in a coaching process is you're going to help the person that you're with, client prospect, does not matter. I'm going to give you a framework to help them uncover their why. Once they get their why, then it's really just about strategies of how to make it happen. Right? And this is why, if you go back to um, the first part of this, my big concern, my big fear in our industry is what? We're relying on all these kind of, and there's, these are cool tools, right? Financial planning software, uh, asset map, behavioral finance stuff. I'm all good with it. They're tools. Okay, they're tools. Think of them like strategies. Okay? Those are the hows. And as an industry, we're relying on those tools, I think over-relying on those tools, to uh, make the case of why to hire us. And it's not about that. You gotta be able to have a deep, meaningful, some cases emotional conversation with a prospect, with a client, with a husband, with a wife, with a spouse, with a couple, and speak to both to help them get clear clarity on their why. Then you just gotta put the strategies in front of them and they will take the action. Why? Because human beings are compelled to take action when they deem it is in their best interest and they are clear they are congruent they are future focused future paced and they'll be compelled to take action but that's not what most advisors do they talk about information right we want to be careful about that
So I'm gonna give you a little piece on this real quick. The next module will kind of do a little bit more of a dive. Again, I'm gonna run you through the steps and I'm not gonna do the program here. The program's two full days, but I just wanna kind of outline some steps. Okay, so number one is pre-engagement. So again, client prospect, review, first, second, third meeting, prospect doesn't matter. We're gonna talk about prep and practice, how to build rapport, trust, creating interest, very important, creating interest, uncovering a person's needs, wants, and wounds. When we deploy our emotional fact finder later on, you know, in the summer, I don't, we're not going to have it for this, the kickoff of this program, but we're going to give you the tool for it. It's a, it's a edible PDF. You're going to understand all your clients' prospects, needs, wants, and wants, right? We're going to do that. We're going to talk about change threshold. Everybody's got threshold. And I want you to think about it yourself when, you know, you, you know, you need to do something, but you're afraid to take the action, you're incongruent, whatever. And then something happens. This condition is met. A threshold is crossed and you're ready to take action. We're going to talk about emotional linking to your recommendation. You cannot make a recommendation to a human being and not link it to a need, want, wound. Simple rule. So write this down, even if you don't show up, even if you don't come to the program. Every recommendation that you make must be linked specifically to a need, a want, or wound. We're going to talk about how to answer objections. Most advisors hate objections. Objections are beautiful. Why? They give you doors to open to create new possibilities. The worst objection you can ever get or the worst statement anybody can ever do, you, oh, I don't know, let me think about it. You have any questions? Oh, no, not really. I just need to think about it. You got, where do you go with that? That's not even an objection. So I want, it's too expensive. I don't know. Sounds risky. Like I need something, right? And then we're going to get them congruent to say yes and take action. That is really, you know, that is the process. That is the process. Change. You represent change. We've got to get them over that change threshold. We've got to link things. We've got to answer their questions, objections. We've got to get them super congruent, right? So that's, I'm going to stop right now. And the third module or episode number three, we'll talk a little bit more about people, why they take action, things like that. And again, you know, I'd love you to come join me real quick. It's two full days, a latter part of this month, I think the last Monday, Tuesday of June. If you can't make all the live stream, you're going to get the masterclass and all the recordings be part of our coaching group for a year as part of your registration. So this is not a, oh, if I can't make two days, I'm kind of screwed. No, no, no. You're not going to miss a moment and you're going to get to spend a year with me in a very unique and special coaching group where we're going to become experts at this technology, at this process with these skills. Okay. So I want to again, thank you for watching and listening to this episode of Magellan Network Show, part number two of our Get the Yes, a little mini series here. And I'll see you guys next Friday with part number three. And again, I invite you to come spend two days with me virtually to really, really, really master this technology. Thanks. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.